Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. Uh, we're live in the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. They found a better way to mortgage so you can focus on making your new house home. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Get your Rocket Mortgage on time. Our toll-free line, 855-2124-CBS, brought to you by GEICO. Great news. You can save a bunch of money if you switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. All the football's up. All the college championship conference title games for this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and pain day Sunday, locks, and tomorrow's NFL game. Everything's posted, all the picks, all ranked, and then you get everything else. College rack, pro rack, NHL, fights, boxing, MMA. You get it all for RelOnTheBench.com. It's the coolest handicapping site in the world. Everybody knows that you hear fans calling in every night. Pharrell, all you do is make me fat stacks. That's right, son. Hide the money from your wife. Sign up today. PharrellOnTheBench.com. There you go. Uh, do you see your boy, uh, Johnny Manziel? That's our boy over there, uh, Carver High. We've always been Johnny football fans. Even his uh, disastrous off-field drama is always fun. Uh, He's just a train wreck, right? And then he got, like, allegedly sober and all the rest. That that hot wife of his divorced him. Really? Remember the one that uh, her her name's, like, Bree or something? I've seen her. And she's the one he said saved his life. Remember? She's the one that got him allegedly sober. Uh so she filed today in Los Angeles to end that marriage. They started dating in 2016 and quickly got hitched. She saved his life. He worked to beat his demons. And then um, apparently, like, she kickstarted him to cleanse uh, back in August when she had all her Johnny-related tattoos removed, saying there was 0% chance for reconciliation because he cheated on her. Apparently he cheated on her. He he went out and hit, like, something else, and that was the end of it. Now she wants uh, privacy. <laughs> but uh, did you see the photos of her on the beach in Miami? Jesus. I have seen some photos of her in the past. My God. She should get into modeling or something, bikinis. She's doing a tremendous job there. She looks fantastic. I can always tell the water in Miami. I live there. I can tell that's Miami. She's laying at the beach. I just need to know which lifeguard station she hangs out at so I can go down there and spend some quality time with her, seeing if she's okay after the divorce. She looks like she needs a friend. Honest to God. Jesus. No wonder he fell in love with her. That probably took five minutes to fall in love with her. I fell in love with her in five minutes. Is that a song, Mayhem? Your boy Mayhem in there. Mafia. Uh, your uh, friend Mayhem was... <laughs> I was like, what? It's Mafia. I see Roy Williams throwing T-shirts out into the crowd tonight. At least this couple people got a free gift tonight. They sure didn't see a good performance from the home team. At least they got a shirt to go home with. At least they got a baby onesie. 
at the at the game tonight at the Dean Dome because they got whacked. They got absolutely blasted at home. What a shame. It really is. <laughs> what a shame. I'm going to lose a lot of sleep over that one. And uh, anyway, the Sterling Partners and Steve Cohen are, are negotiating an agreement in which Cohen will increase his investment in the Mets. So Fred Wilpon will remain control person and CEO for five years, and Jeb Wilpon will uh, remain COO for five years. Uh, nothing will change in ownership uh, dynamics for five years. At that point, Cohen will take control of the team from the Wilpons. So can you imagine that you sell the team I have never in my life seen a team sold to another man, a billionaire, and then he has to wait five years to own him. What the Pharrell is that deal? Like, did David Tepper wait five minutes to own the Panthers? Why is that happening, that they stay in charge for five years? That's ridiculous. Because they want to squeeze every penny they can. They want to take everything they can out of there before they get out. And you know that's going to ruin the team for the next five years because you think they're going to put money into this team and try to make it a winner? No, that's while the dumbest thing I've ever heard. They're just trying to get as much profit as they can. They're going to lower the salary, do everything they can to jack up prices, and then in five years say, all right, it's your problem now. And then they lose Zach Wheeler now. They won't replace him. They're going to just waste all of DeGrom's career. Well, they're following the same model that the Islanders did a couple of years ago when Charles Wong sold the team. They had the same exact deal five years before – the guys that are in now, Ledecky and Malkin, took over the team. So they were slowly transitioned in to becoming bigger parts of the organization, whereas by the time Charles went out, um, then those guys you know, knew everything that was going on with the team, had everything in, in control, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So they're following that same model, I guess. Just because he's not, he's still a minority owner, this guy, that's good, Cohen, that's going to take over. Right. He wants to you know, say, I'm going to spend extra money. I mean, he's going to own a team. He, He's gonna be able to do that. I mean, I I get. I don't know what the. So you think he'll still? They'll still be able to let him spend money on. It's not their money. They're gonna let him spend money. Here, here's all that I'll say with these kind of deals. And you know, when you're in, it's billionaires and millionaires, and that large a gap of time. You know, the Med fans should be excited about this because it's one of the worst owners in all of sports that are gonna be going out the door. But it's still five years. And a lot of things can happen in five years. So as great as it sounds right now, I don't think you can really have the ticker tape parade <laughs> until, I'm not kidding, until they walk out the door for good. Just because anything can happen. Who knows what kind of language is in these contracts, what kind of clauses. Right. Uh, the, the son's a snake, Jeff. Right. So who knows what happens? What, what happens if something happens to the father? Who knows what in the next five years? Who knows what kind of language is in this deal? And these are billionaires and millionaires. They operate in a whole other spectrum as us. So that's a long time. You know, one of my favorite things that ever happened to that family was when, I got to be honest, when they lost all the money to uh, Bernie Madoff, that he fleeced them too. Now, look, this guy ain't Cohen. That he ain't, was great. He ain't losing any money. This guy's worth like $9 billion or something like that. You know, this guy. They got over that Madoff burning, though. It's like that never happened. I'm sure they hate him. At the expense of the fans, they got over it all right. right. (laughs) They got over it. I think that they, you know, I think they probably still loathe the name and and just the thought of it makes them stir. But I think that they fiscally uh, survived it. Yeah, they did. And they're going to make a pretty penny here. But they lost a fortune to that guy. Oh yeah, but now they're gonna this deal. If you after five years from now, when he takes over eighty percent of the team, they're gonna pock. It's the team's worth like two billion dollars. Is that guy still alive in prison? I have no idea. Madoff. I think so. I I don't remember hearing him that he wasn't. 
God, that guy. How about that guy? It's unbelievable. That guy just bilked everybody. Can you it's imagine? A, what, it's a good thing for Met fans. But can you imagine what that guy got away with? Yeah, I'm assuming he's still alive because uh, just in July he was asking Trump to knock down his prison sentence. <laughs> he's trying to get out. Yeah, he's trying to get his prison sentence reduced by the president. I'm sorry, I stole billions from everyone. We've heard a lot of that around here in New York. There's been a lot of people taking other people's money. Rick in Toronto. Thank you for taking my call, um, Scott. Good evening again. Uh, I want to talk about the NHL thing. I know your network cares about the NFL and Southeast Conscience in the college football. But the NHL is a mess after Don Cherry and Mike Badcock did all these things now. And everything's gone crazy because uh, Akeem Alou sent an, e- I think it was an email or a text out, and he accused uh, Bill Peters and everything. And everything went downhill for the NHL. There is, there is racism in the NHL. There's a problem between coaches and players in the NHL, like Matt Barquette, Mike Badcock did to Johan Friesen and um, um, Mitch Marner. These are these are incidents. The NHL should investigate harder from your network to see how bad they, these. What is uh, what does CBS Radio have to do? Uh, CBS Sports Radio or uh, Intercom or whoever else have to do with the NHL besides nothing? But you did talk about no one else on your network talking about the problem. Well, the one of the things that uh, just let's be clear, no one here at this place cares about hockey except the three of us sitting in this room right now. I mean, let's face facts. If you talk about hockey around here on the fan or on this network, you're going to hear about it. Uh, the boss doesn't like hockey. So he doesn't want anyone to talk about hockey. So what I've done for 30 years is talk about hockey as often as possible so that he can say whatever he wants. I don't care what he thinks. Uh, He thinks the NHL isn't a sport, and uh, it's just absolutely ridiculous. He also thinks that uh, MMA is a joke. It's only a $5 billion joke that's bigger than the NHL now. Uh, So, you know, stop living in 1974 and, you know, catch up. It's 2020. Okay, here in a couple weeks, uh, the, you know, the NHL and the UFC are doing just fine. Thank you very much. There's nothing wrong with the NHL. And here's the deal. Uh, this Peters guy, he did it. It's not this kid's fault that the coach was dropping N-bombs and calling this guy a racial epithets. Correct, Carver? It's no one's fault that's the victim of racism, okay, other than the person that did it, right? And... Uh, you know, Crawford kicking a player. Uh, Carver High said it best. Uh, the guy, why didn't this come out then? Why is it now 10 years later, seven years later, we're hearing about all this stuff? And, um, you know, uh, the thing with Don Cherry, I agree was, uh, I think, bad for Don Cherry. But I don't really believe that it was bad for the NHL in any capacity whatsoever. I don't, I don't think the NHL was hurt at all by Don Cherry being fired. Don Cherry is as old as gravestones, okay? Let's stop with the Don Cherry should still be on the air. He's 150, okay? So I know he's 85, whatever the hell he is. That's too old, okay? And people say that's age discrimination. Kiss my ass, okay? How long are we going to sit and watch this guy until he's in a coffin doing hockey updates, for Christ's sakes? 
And then, uh, what is there another one that I'm missing that he said about, oh, uh, Mike Babcock. Mike Babcock just got fired because he failed in Toronto. He's got enough problems than to worry about yelling at, at softy cakes, uh, Johan Franz, and go back to Switzerland and make some Swiss mints instant cocoa, you femme. Honestly, who cares? I mean, are you kidding me? Who cares about Johan Franzen anymore? No one ever cared about him to begin with. Although he was a good player. Carver High, he could play. That guy could play. You didn't yeah, think he was a good player? He was all right. Come on, he's better than all right. So, uh, how funny it is, in my opinion, that uh, Babcock, how the mighty have fallen. Remember that guy? Was, wasn't he the highest paid coach in the league? Yes. Well, he isn't Shaq now, is he? You know he'll get another job. He's another oh, job. Oh, my God. It's like recycled bottle water, <laughs> these coaches in the NHL. They come back from the dead five times. They're like Jesus. Yeah, he'll coach again. Don't worry. Yeah, believe me, you. Him, him yelling at Johan Franzen on the bench isn't going <laughs> to. Can you imagine? Isn't going to. This guy, gonna the NHL's got a racism problem because <laughs> Mike Babcock yelled at this Swedish guy. Look, I get all this stuff is coming out at one time. Um, incidents from years ago all coming out at one time. And I get it. And, and honestly, it's pro obviously it's a bigger deal, Rick, where you are. Because in Toronto, it's all you guys talk about is the NHL, and I get it. It's, it's different here. The NHL is not on the same stage here, so it's not going to be as talked about as much. There, it is everything. You're you're doing hockey 24-7, so this stuff's going to get more attention. It just isn't in other cities across America. It's just not. It says here we're going to see a European coach make the leap to the NHL soon. Who? Some European coach. So... It says here the Capitals are so tight against the salary cap that even simple moves are painful. Yeah, they're really there's a lot of teams that are pressed against the cap. There you go. 855-212-4CBS to get on the bench. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. So I don't know if you saw this story or not, Carver High, about Mark Pavlich. Did you see this? So I did. A judge has ordered him to get uh, into uh, a secure treatment facility. In Portuguese, that means a mental hospital where he can't leave, right? So he's 61. He's from uh, Minnesota. He played on the U.S. Olympic Miracle on Ice team, and uh, he was charged with felony assault in August. I remember this story when he beat the guy with the pole. He took a metal rod and beat some guy and just broke his face open and Several bones were broken, everything else. They, uh, the charging documents say that Pavlich accused the friend, it was a friend allegedly, some friend, of spiking his beer. And the judge found Pavlich incompetent to stand trial, and the criminal case was put on hold while the state sought to have him committed. The Star Tribune reported that a hearing in February will determine whether Pavlich should stay committed for an uh, undetermined amount of time. According to the judge's order, one shrink found Pavlich had delusions and paranoia, including a delusion that those closest to him were trying to poison him. Another shrink found that he suffered from uh, a neurocognitive disorder due to traumatic brain injury, likely related to repeated head injuries. 
Pavlich's family members have said they believe he suffers from CTE, which uh, it sounds to me like that's what he has, right? I'm just guessing. I mean, this guy sounds like he's got something wrong with him uh, mentally with the uh, violence and everything, and that he's had repeated concussions from his time in the NHL. They said they started seeing changes in him a few years ago, and he has refused help. Uh, CT has been found in several former NHL players, more than 100 former NFL players, and dozens more athletes and uh, members of the military have been exposed to repeated head trauma. The disease can lead to memory loss, depression, and suicide. The NHL has long denied there's such a thing as CTE, which is the most embarrassing thing that will be remembered of Gary Bettman. Gary Bettman has made the league billions. He's been a great commissioner. But he's been an absolute failure, an utter disgrace. It's embarrassing that that guy, because of lawsuits, he's afraid of lawsuits. So he is willing to sit there and lie right to your face and to the public. And on record, he's on record on TV and radio, on record in every media outlet in the world saying there's no such thing as CTE. He's a complete moron. And abs- it's embarrassing. That he's so willing to, to hide their coffers, which is, in Portuguese, their money. He's hiding their money from losing it in lawsuits to former players. Dead players, brain trauma players, guys, remember uh, Bugard, all these guys? You know what I'm talking about? Anyway, uh, the NHL has been criticized for the way they handle the head injuries. Last year, the league settled a court case with hundreds of retired players who claimed they were harmed by head injuries. Uh, the NHL admitted no wrongdoing. That's all they wanted out of the lawsuit. We'll pay you, but we're not going to admit that we did anything wrong. Pavlich did not make a claim. Uh, he had two assists in their 4-3 win over the Soviets in the medal round of the 80 Olympics. Um, he later played for the New York Rangers and two other NHL teams and now has, it would appear to me, uh, and his family, CTE. And uh, the league uh, does not acknowledge that there's such a disease. Yeah, not only it's laughable. The- not only does the league not acknowledge, and you're right, Bettman's done a lot of good for this league, but this is one of the things that he's done an absolutely terrible job with is this aspect of it and the health of his former players. Now, this is a situation with Pavlich. I mean, where this guy's a former player in the league. Like, where's the league? Where's the league or the players? Where's the help? Help him out. Where's the help? You know, he played in a day where the guys weren't making the money that the guys make now. You know, even still, it's just like we talk about this with the NFL old-timers all the time right. that played back in the 60s, 70s, 80s. Like, where's the league you know, they helping this guy? They don't help it's just, former players with anything. There's clearly something wrong here with Pavlich. It's clear. Clear. I mean, there's, there's something wrong here. Where's where's the help? I cannot believe that that Gary would have – that Bettman would have the, the record that he has of success – in the league, there's no one that can argue what he's done fiscally for the league. That all the great things that have happened monetarily for the league has been at his, you know, expense. But the fact that he sits there and denies that there's CTE and denies head injuries and denies that the league has anything to do with guys having their heads bashed into the plexiglass windows and walls along the uh, boards. Uh, for, you know, 10, 12 years in your career. The fact that he denies that has anything to do with him or the league or the sport is laughable. It's it's downright laughable. 
It's embarrassing that Bettman is still trying to sell the public that there's no such thing as head injuries, head trauma, CT, or, or brain injuries. He's like, what are you talking about? We have nothing to do with that. They settled a lawsuit with tons of former players as long as it said they had no, nothing to do with it. We'll give you all the money, but we have nothing to do with it. Well, if you give them the money, you had something to do with it. That's all there is to it. And the fact that they won't help Pavlich or anybody else with CTE, it makes Gary Bettman disgusting. I, I love Gary. I'm friends with him. But you're disgusting. Like, get over yourself, bro. Help the guy. Do something for a change for somebody else instead of your bank account. The league, all they care about is their money. It's embarrassing. It's, it really is disgusting. I feel horrible for that guy. Pavlich, and that, and even he has no clue what's going on. He sounds like he's got complete dementia, and he has no idea what's happening, and he refuses help, and all the rest. He's beating his friend, so-called friends with metal rods and breaking their face open, and he's drinking and partying and, you know, doesn't want help, and his family's probably losing their minds themselves over it, and then the league does nothing to help him, and then a judge says, we got to lock him up. Lock him up. How about get him help? Lock him up. Put him in a place he can get some help. Here's what's going to happen. When you have CTE, eventually you're dead. Okay, so he's going to die soon. That'll be that. And then Gary Bevan can move on. He doesn't have to worry about it. He can wring his hands of it and be, you know, free and clear of it. He can spend the rest of his uh, days dealing with the racism in the league. And then they'll, they'll roll Willie O'Ree out and tell everybody they love black people. That's what they do at the NHL. They, they roll out Willie and they're like, here, look, we love black people, but we don't like anybody that's got a brain injury. Am I wrong? I mean, they do it every year. They try to celebrate Willie O'Ree. That's what they do. They've been doing that for 25 years. I've been seeing that stale act since I was in the league. Get a grip. Do something for the people. How about the guys that are dead now because of it? They don't care about them either. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. All right, uh, so the NBA tonight, some of these uh, late-night games that uh, checked in, the Blazers 127-116 over the Kings. I mean, they just keep uh, getting better. Ever since they got mellow, they've been uh, filling it up. McCollum with 33-4-4 tonight as they beat the Kings. And uh, I saw Mello go down really hard the other night in a game and land on his back, uh, harsh landing. I don't know if anybody saw that. But, um, you know, that was the first time I saw that guy uh, get dropped. He had 20 tonight, hit 8 of 16 from the floor, two threes, two for two from the line, five boards, and a block shot. I'll take 20 from that guy every night if I can get it, right? I mean, you got to admit uh, that he's been doing a good job, I think, uh, since they picked him up. I mean, you can't even question it. So the Lakers kind of blew me away. Did you really think they'd go to Utah and, and dominate the way they did tonight? They blew out the Jazz, 121-96, as AD had 26-6-1. Were you surprised at that? I'm not really surprised when the Lakers beat up anybody. You think they're the best team in the league? I think that they're – yeah, you know what? I'd probably put them there right now. I think they're better than the Clippers. I think they're better than the Bucks. I think they're better than these other teams. When they're at full strength and they're healthy like they are right now. Right now, AD's going, LeBron's going, everybody's going, so they're going to be tough to beat. You get LeBron and AD rolling uphill. I mean, they are. I mean, they, they get the contributions from everybody else, too. 
Yeah, they, they mean business. Mavericks, I told you earlier, beat the T-Wolves 121-114. The Bulls over the Grizzlies by seven. Uh, they were laying six, so nice cover there. Zach Levine had 25-6-3. and three. Pacers beat the Thunder in uh, Oak City 107-100. to 100. I hit that game as well. Uh, Pacers on the road. Uh, Sabonis had 17-13, the double-double. They hit the Pacers tonight to win, the Bulls and the spread, the Mavericks uh, and the spread. I think that was six and a half that game. I could be wrong. Um, I got burned on the Lakers. I hit the Blazers. I think they were laying three. And uh, the Celtics, I had them to win. I thought the Heat would cover the number. I thought that was going to be a better game than the blowout that it was. 112-93 sees Kemba had 28-4 and seven dimes. Uh, I hit the Nets on the road over the Hawks, 130-118, to 118, a good night in the NBA for me. Hit the Magic over the Suns, 128-114, Orlando wins it. Aaron Gordon at 32-5-5. and five. Bucks beat the Pistons, I hit that game as well. Bucks on the road, 127-103. Giannis, 35-9-2. And, and I hit the Hornets over the Warriors, they blew them out. 106-91. I think I may have taken the Warriors with the number in that game, though, on the spread side. Hit the uh, Hornets on the money line to win. But it was a good night in the NBA, right, Moff? Incredible night, 16-4. Oh, 16-4. Sorry I got those four bets wrong. 40-14 and 14 in college hoops. 40-14 and 14 in college hoops. Sorry about those uh, 14 games I got wrong and the 40 I got right. Sorry about those 16 NBA bets I hit for you. On Pharrellandevents.com. Jesus. Oh, my God. It's just awesome. I just want to look at, at some of those games tonight. I'm, you know, I can't remember all the uh, action that I had. But I know I hit Maryland over Notre Dame. Uh, I got the Virginia game wrong. Purdue kicked their ass. Ohio State I took with the number against North Carolina. Did I bet on Ohio State to win that game outright? Uh, Gonzaga blew out Texas Southern, Colorado uh, over Loyola Marymount by, I think, uh, 12. Tennessee a winner tonight. Washington over Eastern Washington. I hit Eastern Washington in 15. They lost by 10 to Washington. And then Nova, uh, I hit that game. Penn was getting 12. They lost by 11. Covered there. Utah State I had over San Jose State. I think that may have landed on the number, though. That one might have been uh, 12 as well. But, like, I'm looking at uh, – there's so many games. Those are those were the ranked games tonight in college basketball. I like the action of the college basketball. I see the computer's back to working at 1975 speed levels again. Are you noticing that? Like, I'm trying to get, like, scores up, and it's just not happening. Can't, can't get the scores. Can't, can't get the computer to work. I do better on my own phone now. Is that How embarrassing is that, that I got to use my own phone to get the uh, scores? Seriously. I mean, honest to God. This thing is so clogged up with everybody's BS. Everybody uh, has all their emails on here and everything else. Have you ever seen anything like it? Like everyone does their personal emails here. My God. So let me look at these other games. Uh, some of the ones that uh, I thought, you know, UConn blew out Iona. They covered uh, Xavier. I think that number was 12 over uh, Wisconsin Green Bay. I could be wrong. 
They covered by one. What was what was that spread? Xavier was only eighteen and a half. Oh, they didn't cover. And then um, Evansville over Western Illinois. I hit Western Illinois. Yeah, they were getting ten. And they lost by four. Uh, what was, I did I hit the Citadel? They were getting twelve over East Tennessee. I know I had East Tennessee winning, but I had I took you the did hit the Citadel plus sixteen. <laughs> I hit this plus sixteen. South Carolina, I took over UMass. I hit that. That was a pick'em. Yes, that's correct. Uh, let's see what else that I'm looking at here. Uh, just games that I I, I got in on. Uh, Georgia Tech beat Nebraska. I think I got that wrong. I got I think I got Princeton wrong. I took them against Drexel. And I'm just looking at other games. Uh, what was the spread in that Iowa State uh, Missouri Kansas City game? I don't think they covered the number. They went, 19 and a half. Uh, it was 19 and a half? Yes. I covered. You did. Sweet. Uh, did I cover the BYU, Utah, BYU? What, what did that end up being at the end? They're one of the late Utah games. getting one and a half. I hit that, too. You hit that both ways. <laughs> Sorry I hit so many bets for you. I did get Georgetown wrong. I figured with all of them going to prison and everything, they wouldn't cover, but they won the game at Oklahoma State. And then uh, how about this one? Texas State I covered against Houston. And then I hit DePaul in overtime over Texas Tech. Hit that bet. Hit Air Force over Wyoming. Hit uh, I hit New Mexico to win, and Boise bust the number at Albuquerque. I hit San Diego State over Colorado State. I hit North Carolina State over Wisconsin. Penn State to win. I went with uh, Wake on the spread. That that didn't hit. I told you I hit Eastern Washington against Washington. Uh, UNLV, I took the number against Fresno. Double overtime. The Rebs win it 81-80. That may have been the game of the night. Uh, Santa Clara lost to Nevada. Nevada blew them out 98-67. Uh, and then uh, San Francisco beat Cal 76-64. The Dons and Utah State over San Jose State 71-59. So that was pretty exciting. All right, uh, did you uh, see the... Um, St. Pete and the Rays uh, broke off their talks, Carver High. Yeah, we talked about this when this idea was first announced a couple months ago. What happened? They weren't going to let this happen. They weren't going to let them split the year in Montreal or whatever they were talking, whatever Fagazi thing they were talking about doing. It was never going to happen. So what has happened? Now, I, I'm getting the, the gist of this is the Rays in the city of St. Pete have broken off talks regarding the possibility of, of playing the games in a location other than Tampa Bay, meaning Montreal. And then both parties have agreed that the best path forward is to abide by the existing use agreement with the understanding that the agreement allows for the Rays to explore post-2027 split or full-season opportunities both in St. Pete and elsewhere. So Basically, they have to play in the dungeon for another seven or eight years. Until 2027. Because and they're then, not giving them a new build. They're right. not going to build them a new stadium. And they're not, they're not, not doing anything it. like that. They're not paying for anything. They're not letting them split before 2027. So they're going to have to play in that dungeon that they play in for a lot longer. And then uh, do you think eventually someone might buy him and uh, or, or this guy, is he going to stay the owner? Uh, I mean, I guess that's a, the, his next move. Well, right? the, the public's never going to – they're not going to use public money to build a stadium. No shot. He'd have to build it. Which it, Who wants to spend a billion dollars on, a, on a, a new baseball stadium? In Florida where nobody goes to the games, no matter where they are, uh, nobody. That's right. That's exactly right. Nobody – 
your 2019 Comeback Players of the Year, Carlos Carrasco and Josh Donaldson. Didn't Carrasco have, like, cancer? Correct. Chris Paul says that Rockets GM Daryl Morey told him a couple of days before the uh, trade that he wouldn't be dealt to the Thunder. Well, this guy Morey's having a bad end of the year, isn't he? Isn't he the one that ruined all the trade relations in China, starting a global world war, and then now he's, like, uh, busted for lying to players? Isn't that basically uh, it? Um, Maury said in June that Paul wouldn't be traded during the offseason. Paul said now that Maury told him days before he wouldn't be traded to the Thunder. And uh, there you go. It, it does seem that Houston preferred to send Paul to a better team than Oak City, finding a, a three-team deal. But when push came to shove and the Rockets had a deal uh, they liked in front of them that was in front of them, they accepted no matter how it affected Paul or their trustworthiness. They don't care what anybody thinks. I mean, these players to them are just uh, the help. They're the meat, right? Fresh meat. Ship him out. Can you believe that? Wizards announced Thomas Bryant will be sidelined uh, for a few weeks with a stress uh, fracture in his foot. Injuries piling up for the Wizards. That's a kid that played at Indiana. That's the only reason I uh, said that. I think he's been basically worthless in the NBA. Uh, Fred Van Vliet, worth $25 million a season. Do you think that guy is having a career year, 18 a game, seven dimes, both career high, shooting 40% from three, and all doing it while having to take on more of the offense? He'll be an unrestricted free agent next summer and is playing himself into a fat deal. Uh, there's people saying that he would make more than $25 million a season. Twenty-five and thirty million. Do you think he's worth that? I think the guy's played fantastic. What more does he have to do? Shoots forty percent from downtown and scores nineteen a game and seven and a half dimes. With the way the NBA salary structure has been, yeah, he's definitely worth that. The guy's played great and taken over since uh, they had you know issues at the point guard with injuries and since you know they had the big free agent leave. You know, since their boy brought them the title and skipped town, he's taken a great role for them. So uh, I mean, what? don't all these guys get twenty-five million dollars a year? I mean, let's be fair here. Like, even the hacks get big money. Like, why is it? I mean, they all make this they money. All pay, they even, all yeah. make big money. The seventh guy, eighth guy on the, the bench. The guy at the end of the money. bench on the, uh, with well, a bad gonna back. He's going to get that money. He, after, he was a big part of them winning that title last year. They're going to pay him for it. He was it. huge. Uh, uh, what did I go, Mafia? Three and one in the NHL tonight? I think I did. No. No? Oh, it was even worse. Never mind. So what did I hit? The Capitals? Yes. But the uh, upset was Ottawa winning at Edmonton. Are you surprised at that one there, Carver Hyde, that the Oilers coiffed at home against the Senators? Very surprising. Were you surprised the Penguins beat the, the Blues? No. No. What about Colorado winning in Toronto? Toronto can't no, beat Toronto, any good teams. Can you believe what's happened to them with all their money? Yeah. Don't they have, the, like, a gigantic payroll? Well, everybody, yeah. I mean, they're another one of those teams. It's They're right up against it. But their problem is, is that, you know, half their payrolls in four players. I think tomorrow uh, there's actually, am I wrong? There's some good games tomorrow in the NHL. I think there possibly could be. So uh, Blackhawks-Devils, uh, that'll be a disaster. Uh, I guess I got it wrong. I can't even keep track of these games. So I guess it is. I, I can't do it. This computer's so broken in here, it doesn't even work. I, I Honestly, I can't even use it. I'm done using this computer completely. I can't do it anymore. I just can't deal with it. So here's the deal tomorrow. Blackhawks, Bruins, Avs and Canadians, 
uh, in Montreal, Wild Lightning in Tampa. The Knights are at the Islanders at the Barn. Coyotes, Flyers in Philadelphia, Sharks, Canes in Raleigh, Ranger Jackets in Columbus, Jet Stars in Dallas, and Sabres Flames in Pharrell, Alberta. That should be a good night of hockey. Plus, we got uh, Cowboys, Bears, NBA, light schedule, college rack, light schedule. Tons of hockey and NFL tomorrow night, Carver. I should be fun. Check out the podcast. It comes out after the show on Twitter, at Scott Farrell, at On Event CBS, and tomorrow as well. You can listen to the show on Radio.com, CBS Sports app for Carver High, and Mafia for all. Good night. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.